Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the podcast where we keep it real to real. If you thought we sounded the same before, have fun with this. Today we are reviewing Mothra vs. Godzilla from 1964. God, that was weird. Okay. <laughs> Am I high now? <laughs> welcome to Reverb City. Alright, if your edibles just kicked in, you're welcome. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah. So right. That was fun, actually. I really <laughs> like that. So we're gonna gonna start off as we normally do, we'll go around the table. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm Cass. I'm Dan. I'm Joss. And this is the beginning of Kaiju 2, Electric Boogaloo, The Revengeancing, Part 2, this time it's personal. Godzilla it's- Harder. Godzilla, Godzilla and his amazing yep. frenemies. Yep, Godzilla and his amazing frenemies. <laughs> I get to do another kaiju month! Yeah! <laughs> uh, the theme I'm kind of going for this month is, like Kaz said, kaiju, uh, like Godzilla and his amazing frenemies. Because he doesn't really have friends, although he, he kind mm-hmm. of does, and he kind of doesn't. It's he's Godzilla's written by committee. He's all over the place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... Yeah, as uh, as the 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 tiny women in the box have said, uh, this week we are. Where did the box come from? Mm. And where did they come from? It was a custom made box. (laughs) They just bring their own box. I think think it did. Well, okay, this movie is technically a sequel to a movie we didn't watch because the original Mothra movie was just called Mothra, and it was kind of boring. Let's Mm -hmm. be honest with it. Uh, But this, and again, we want to have Godzilla involved, so went with this one. Um, Godzilla gets top, not cut, not Godzilla. Mothra gets top billing in this this one, <clears throat> which basically means she wins. Whoever gets yeah. top billing is gonna win in the movie for the most part. In a Godzilla movie. Anyway. In a Godzilla movie, at any rate. Um. So yeah, this one's from 1964. Uh, as we were told, it is starring. I had a bunch it up of on Japanese screen. people. Yes, and that is not my. Pin number. Hang on. Do, 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 do. Stupid phone. Uh, okay, Mothra vs. Godzilla, 1964, starring primarily Akira Takarada, Yukiro Hoshi, The Peanuts, and I'll get into them in a moment. <laughs> Not those peanuts. I'm sorry. And Hiroshi Koizumi. Uh, I'm pretty sure I pronounced that right. If I butchered them, I'm sorry. I'm a baka gaijin. But not Hiroyuki so, Sakai, like I kept saying. Not Hiroyuki Sakai. He wasn't going to French cook him to death. But I was very upset. What? Have you he, never uh, seen Iron Chef? Iron Chef. No? The original Iron oh. Chef. The Japanese. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I, I am Iron Chef. <laughs> uh, they have a 24-hour Iron Chef channel. On uh, on Twitch, and it oh, is Jesus. It is the dumbest show on da, earth, but I love it. Da, 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 da. I'm sorry, <laughs> and that's the same music from the movie Backdraft. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so yeah, um, hot on the heels of King Kong versus Godzilla, which we watched on our last Kaiju Month, we did uh, from 1962. Yeah. Hey. Was it a tie? It was kind it was of up in the tie, air. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of up in the air, and it depended on the market it released in. They implied King Kong won in America. They implied Godzilla won in Japan. Hmm. Toho kind of go with the Godzilla fights another big monster situation, because it was it, it was popular before. So, 1961, uh, the movie Mothra came out, and it was a pretty big success. Personally, I wasn't a huge fan of it. It's kind of kind of boring. I like it when there's multiple monsters in the movie. Yeah. But how and, do you uh, develop their characters enough? 
Roar, roar, stomp, stomp, <laughs> smash, swing the tail around. There we go, Godzilla movie. <laughs> I did see that King Kong remake, and mm-hmm. I was like, um, the giant gorilla and the lady seem to have some romantic chemistry going on. Um, yeah. Was it the yeah. Jack Black one? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I know, right? Island. Um, yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, in in like the thirties um, film King Kong, it was like he like fell in love with the. No, with, I I get yeah. that. It's what was it? Fay Ray that was in that one. I don't, I don't know. I think anyway. So yeah, uh, movie got released theatrically in, in Japan on April 29th, ninth, nineteen sixty four, and it was edited and called Godzilla vs. the Thing. Which okay, uh, I would watch the living shit. Out of Godzilla versus the Thing, as in the Thing, John Carpenter's the Thing. I would watch the fuck out of that. I would say though, if it's oh John, if God. it's Godzilla versus the Thing from Adam's Family, oh God, <laughs> it just flips them off all the yeah. time. It's great. And so, do we just throw in the Thing from the Fantastic Four too? Yeah, yeah sure. Why not? Why not? Yeah, has the word the Thing involved? Yeah. It's just going to be very odd. Swamp Woo! Thing's just off in the corner, like. Huh. What am I doing here? <laughs> Why what am I, I even done with my life? <laughs> Why am I Can even Can I just here? go back to my swamp? I was yeah. a scientist. <laughs> All right. I should do more. <laughs> I need to go reevaluate. All right. So, uh, basically, the movie was done on... What was the budget? I don't know if we even have a listed budget. Very, yeah. Yeah, a pretty it, yeah, it's a pretty shoestring budget for most Godzilla oh, movies. It's... It doesn't say what the budget was here, but it did end up bringing in three point two billion yen, which uh, is the equivalent to a shoestring. Uh, sho- well, roughly a hundred yen equals a dollar. So yeah. if okay, you so divide no. that by a hundred, that's so a decent, decent amount. Money. Of, decent amount of change. Yeah. What about you know inflation? Uh well okay so it's three point two billion in nineteen sixty four so that could have been way more well Godzilla was a cultural beast for, for, actually, <laughs> forget the phrase I got it it's what you got uh twenty eight million two hundred fifty thousand in that okay yeah. and I can't imagine yeah. it cost near that to to film it no. So. Yeah, there were some probably not, pretty no. heinous effect fight scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going on. guys in rubber suits, occasional oh, occasional part, yeah. claymation that really yeah. was kind of yeah. chunky. It was the part where they're just flashing between Godzilla and Mothra close-ups. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're just yeah. kind of wiggling it's, around, and they're just slapping yeah, at each other. They're not even the, making yeah. contact yet. It's yep. just like here's, it's the equivalent yeah. of uh, the Mean Joe Green and Dolomite scenes <laughs> in yep. the first Dolomite movie, where they're like, okay, they can't legal, they can't fight each other, or the insurance to slap each other right there, so yep. they're very close, <laughs> very quickly. And then suddenly Pretty the much. camera pans out, and they're on the floor. Oh, my God. All right. So, movie starts off with real bad weather. Uh, there is a tsunami that... Not tsunami. Um, typhoon, sorry. Yeah. A tsunami is a big tidal wave. Yeah. But there is a monsoon, typhoon, whatever you want to call it. Typhoon Lagoon. Earthquake and typhoon. The natural disasters. What's the difference okay. between that and a hurricane? Um, I think specifically where they happen. Oh. Like, a hurricane is more northern, whereas a typhoon is more, like, southern hemisphere. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I might very well be wrong. I'm purely guessing. Anyway, uh, a typhoon happens and wrecks the uh, wrecks a dock in where are we? uh, Kumayama. uh, And wait, I thought that was the bad guy's name. Is the town named after him? Salvage it. Oh, sorry. Nope. They didn't tell me the village. 
I was wrong. Uh, anyway, news reporters Ichiro Sakai and Junko Nakanishi uh, take pictures of the wreckage caused by the typhoon in this small village. The village was mentioned. I cannot remember the name of it. And thanks, Wikipedia. You didn't tell me which one it was. <laughs> While they were in, like, filming the, the devastation, they find two things in uh, the wreckage. They find a... Radioactive manhole cover, effectively. Are you it's, it's one of it's the it's the the shiny kind of translucent iridescent thing. Iridescent thing? Yeah. The, yeah. the blue yes crap looking blob thing. Yes, that, I'm pretty sure that's one of Godzilla's scales, and it washed ashore because it uh. is highly radioactive. We find out later because they come over. It's like, yeah, the thing you brought us is really radioactive. Let me now, open this box touch here. It. Touch it. See what happens. <laughs> now, now we're gonna now you can get the radiation shower thing. Yep, yeah, we're gonna get rid of your radiation for you to come over here and get deeply irradiated again. I just thought it was weird. The reporter, the photographer, was all like, "Oh, it's so beautiful." It's like it looks like a blue turd. It looks yeah. like a fucking Portuguese man of war. Is what it looks <laughs> it's like. An ir- <laughs> it's an iridescent Portuguese man of war that's been frozen or whatever. Yeah. So while they're there um, getting photos of the devastation, a gigantic fucking egg. It's an just, Easter egg. It looks it, like a fucking it is, Easter egg. It looks egg. like it's painted license, like an Easter egg. This <laughs> massive thing, it's got to be the size of an apartment block, just kind of floats into the harbor. Yeah, and they're like, oh, hey, look at that. Let's eat it. Oh my god, I want to eat it. I love the fact that they want to fucking eat it. Because the fishing's been pretty bad, so the entire village is just like, It's hungry. It's in our waters. It belongs to us. Let's go get it. it. Let's eat it. Now, see, that's their response. If it's happened in America, we would just fucking shoot it. Yeah, okay. In America, they shoot it. In Japan, they eat it. That's how it works. It was like, um... But I'm like, oh no, this is how the stuff begins. <laughs> yep. Hey, what's this weird shit? What is Let's this thing? Eat it and sell it to other people. Yep. And they'll eat, eat it, it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, they uh, they send out their fishing boats, they bring the egg onto shore, and this That's evil entrepreneur idea. named K- uh, Kumayama, uh, the entre- entrepreneur one. of oh Happy Enterprises, yes? He's the third Hitler. This was yeah. 1964. Yeah. There has been plenty of time for Japan to realize that the Hitler stash is a bad look. <laughs> but these people did not learn that lesson. <laughs> and There's I, a lot of bad ideas in this movie, yeah. okay? <laughs> I, and part of me says... Was this some kind of ham-fisted symbolism? But then I'm thinking, this is the third Hitler mm-hmm. in the movie. Right. And the the middle one was the... Because, see, the first Hitler was also a bad guy, mm-hmm. but he doesn't show up much. And then the middle Hitler was a Shinto priest who wasn't a bad guy. Yeah. So that kind of s- blows up the theory that it's ham-fisted symbolism. Yeah, it's yeah. Just kind of all over the place. Either way, oh there's a God. lot of stuff in Japanese culture that's really questionable oh, anyway. Yeah, big time. Yeah. You mean like maps that represent Buddhist temples with swastikas? Yeah. Uh, well, well, okay. okay. I'm gonna this, um, I'm gonna be neckbeardy here. The swastika yeah, was originally yeah. a different symbol. It was the Nazis who fucked it right up. And it's yeah. and it's it's tilted. They tilted it, and it's not technically the same symbol. It's but different. I'm not, def- yeah. I'm not I'm defending, defending it, anything at all. It is but different. The original meaning of that symbol is drastically different from what the Nazis did to it. But it is well, permanently hey, ruined now. Fuck the Nazis! I mean, if yeah, Japan wants to be up. like, hey, we're not going to let them dictate how we use our ancient symbol and whatever. It's just it just looks weird. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it's, it's like not a oh. good look anymore by <laughs> any means. Uh, but originally, it 
was not that. That's all so, I will yeah. say. So basically, Kumamaya uh, and the Happy Enterprises Kumayama. want I literally Kumayama. thought you were going to say Kurabara, so it's fine. Kurabashi. Uh, they want to buy the egg and exploit it for money. They're going to build, like, a theme park around it because... Because that's what they do. Reasons? Let's build a fucking theme park we, around an egg. Do we even know what the company does? It's the I, Happy Enterprises. They, happy they Enterprises. They make happy. Which puts me in the mind of the Happy Science Cult. And if you want to go on a goddamn trip, look uh, up the Happy Science Cult. They've made anime. Yeah, I saw some reviews of that Ooh. shit. Ooh, that shit is bananas. Like it's a real this thing. weird reincarnation shit, and there then the leader a... and his wife got a divorce after their anime that they released about yep. how they're destined to be together in uh-huh. ancient times. And then what? she ended up, then she ended up being some thing. kind of succubus or something. They've got like four it's, animes. It's a real out. thing. It's a thing. The Happy Science Cult is a thing. It's a thing. You can see reviews on YouTube. They did uh-huh. what? They did one good thing. They helped take down um, Amshin Rikyo, which was the other Japanese cult, the one that did the sarin nerve gas uh, attacks in the 90s. Oh. Uh, Happy Science Cult helped, ta- helped take down Amshin Rikyo. That's it. That's the only good thing they've done. Cults are bad, kids. Don't do it. Yeah. Right. But if you want to go on a trip, look them up. Happy Science Cult. Huh. Now I want to see Scientologist versus Happy Science. It's basically Japanese Scientology when you get down to it. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's it's like auditing, but they call it something different. But anyway, and they're all like, "Oh, this guy is like the reincarnation of everybody." Like a Jap- oh <laughs> Japanese Jesus, Tom, Tom Cruise in this thing. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. So uh, his teeth weird too. Does uh, he probably, have that weird tooth? That weird center central tooth that just comes huh? like. Tom Cruise has a tooth in the his middle of his face. His teeth are just shifted. It's like, you know how yeah. there's like the... Yeah. It yeah. is literally... You'll never be able whoop. to not look at it now. You'll see it now. It's just like, oh, God, I see it now. <laughs> yeah. Me. Yeah, I guess. Maybe that's Old why chopper. he needs to compensate. Say, <laughs> say, the next time you watch... Uh, the next time you watch a Tom Cruise movie where he attempts an accent for about one-third of the movie yeah. and then gives up, watch. Watch that tooth. It is center line of it his face. It literally is like in the center of his nose. It is... It is... Wow. You'll never be able to unsee it now. You're welcome. Okay, so uh, yeah, so the scenes kind of jump around and they don't have a ton of there's coherency, big, but it does. There's not a lot of storyline here. No, it's it's in the fairy um, show. Yeah. So instead of letting, well, I called them like I, I called them like island spirits. Yeah, it's kind of. They're like they're mother spirits. So they're like too tiny. I guess they're priestesses that communicate with. And for Mothra, yes. but they're like inexplicably tiny and magical, so I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. I just kept calling them fairies. So, Mothra is kind of magical in origin, kind of, sort of, <laughs> whereas, like... I thought it was from the bomb test. That was definitely part of it, but, like, the little the little tiny telepathic magic girls are part of it, too, so it's kind of the a peanuts. mix. Yeah. Um, and if we're going with other... Uh, <laughs> If we're going with other monsters in the thing, then technically Mechagodzilla is from necromancy, but we'll get into that another time. Uh, where was I? So yeah, they want to. The scientists want to study the egg, but uh, Kumiyama, who Kum, Kumiyama, Kumiyama, um, Kumiyama. I was gonna say Kuwabara again. Yeah. So yep. Kuwabara uh, <laughs> won't let them study the egg because he doesn't want it to be damaged. Oh, I and... love the, I love how they sell him his, this egg though. I love the logic here. The logic is great. The the fishermen fish this <laughs> egg out of the water, <laughs> and in order to sell this egg, they do the math that however big the egg is, they take whatever a normal size egg is and multiply it by the size of the big egg. 
and then they sell it for how much a normal egg sells by. Because a normal yeah. egg would sell for like three yen. Yeah. So they figured out how many normal eggs this thing was worth and times that by three. And I, that's how they yep. sell the egg. And I was like, that's kind of ingenious. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they should add a fee on top because it's special. Right. Yeah. But they didn't. They were just like, no, this is what we're selling the egg for. And I was like, I can't fault your logic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So later on. Um, I mean, as somebody who has a family full of fishermen, I, I could totally understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't fault it. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, like. Yeah, dude, I wouldn't be surprised if they just handed him a boatload of cash and the fisherman just ran off. And that's essentially what they <laughs> and did. And that was the end of the movie. Thank you and good night. Yeah. But, you know, plot point, he didn't pay them up front. Nope. nope. Yeah. Because, of course, he didn't. Had to take out a loan, apparently. By this... At 10% interest a week. From yeah, a week? The other guy. Like, Ow. bro. Yeah. This what? other guy who this is... This was a Jiro, brilliant idea. Uh, Jiro Torahata, or Hiro... It's yeah. a J-I-R-O, so maybe Hero. Uh, no, it's Jiro. Jiro, Jiro. yeah. Jiro Torahata, um, who is the head of Happy Enterprises, while Kumiyama's an entrepreneur. He's like, he's like the salesman of it, and Jiro... He's the financial Jiro is the, fi- is, is the like, actual head of Happy Enterprises. But he's also the CEO? The, yeah. So, uh, the, I would say the CFO. Yeah. So while they're talking, they are confronted by tiny twin girls who dress basically dress like salt shakers. How they dress like salt I'm shakers. Not sure. They're magic. Uh, but they, they are had called to the, run out. They're yeah. called the Shobijin. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably mispronouncing again. Please correct me. Yeah. S H O B I J I N. Yeah. Salt shaker two toadstool people. Yep. I'm probably putting the stress in the wrong spot, but they try to capture them, but they escape because magic tiny women. I still want to know how they got in because they had to run out. So how did they get in? So they are. They basically plead for them to give the egg back because the egg belongs to Mothra. It during the typhoon it shook loose from Infant Island where they're from. I'm sure it probably means something else, but the translation was Infant Island. We'll get into translations in in, in a bit. Was but, it? I'm not sure. But. She has some issues with some other ones. We'll get into that in just a bit. But, um, yeah, they basically, it the, the, the typhoon shook a rock uh, cliff face loose and mudslide and thing and went to the ocean and floated to uh, Japan. These women want to get the egg back yeah, because it belongs to Mothra. Mothra yeah. is sacred to them. This is her egg. Please give it back. They and do. these two, these two... Um, businessmen say, no, fuck off, it's mine. And then they're like, let's catch them because no, they're like, uh, yeah. they're like a, they're like rare and weird looking and we're gonna, it's gonna, we're gonna make them like a freak show profit. We're gonna put you in our theme park and make even more money. And they try to capture them, doesn't work. They end up meeting with Sakai, uh, Nak- uh Nakanishi and Miura, who are our heroes. The two guys, the two guys and the girl, the photographer, the photographer girl, the reporter, and, the other guy. That Their likes, boss. That is he the guy who kept of. eating eggs? Yes. Yeah. I The guy who was obsessed with eggs. Yes. Kind of odd, eh? Yeah. What's that? Kind of odd, isn't it? Like Constantly comedy. eating eggs. Yeah. If that's the only thing he eats, it's you weird, don't want to yeah. be in a room with him. Yeah. Just say. Right. Sulfurous. It's weird symbolism, oh, too. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, that guy is obsessed with eggs, man. Mm-hmm. I figured it was just a bit of levity. Like, yeah. here's a weird quirk. I mean, ironically, I mean, that's also part of it. Yep. He's yeah. also, his cholesterol must be through the roof. It kind of reminded me of the potato girl from, um, 
what was it? Uh, Attack, Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Yes. <laughs> that, that was Potato her girl. thing. Yeah. Potatoes. But uh, the... I feel like the the um they did a better job expl- explaining to the reporter people about why it's a bad idea to keep the egg than they did to the actual people who could do something about they, it. Yes. Yes, but the people who could actually do something about it wouldn't let them get a word in edgewise because uh. they saw these two tiny women and went, "Oh, dollar signs or specifically yen signs." It's like, "Oh, we're going to make money off of you. Throw a code on them." You know, kind of that kind of situation. Rampant capitalism is a bad thing. Hmm. Capitalism by itself is not horrible, but late-stage capitalism makes giant monsters, apparently. Invent a new economic system somehow. Right. So <laughs> the, uh, the, our, our heroes agreed to try to help the, uh, the tiny women. Uh, I mentioned I was going to get into the Peanuts. The two, the two peanuts. tiny pri- uh, priestesses were actually a vocal group from Japan, referred to as... Not those Peanuts, but... Right. <laughs> shut, shut up! In the peanut gallery or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> What's the phrase? I forgot the phrase. I oh, don't know. the peanut gallery was right. Yeah, yeah you got it. Oh, I thought. Ow. That <laughs> so um, yeah, so they were a vocal group from Japan. Uh, they are very clearly twin sisters, and their voices are almost identical, but they're just a little bit different, so that when they sing together. They sound like the same person doing reverb or like, you know, it's like single human uh, uh, auto-tune kind of situation going on. Um, I only just looked up that they were a vocal group right before we recorded, so I'm going to go on a, on a Wikipedia hole a little bit later, see if I can find something else. They do get a musical number. They do. And they're, they're very good singers. Yeah. Like, no question about it. And they I, did not, I didn't understand anything they sang because it was in Japanese. But And they didn't know. translate it. No. Yeah. Uh, well, I heard Mothra a lot. Yeah, there was Mothra definitely yes. mentioned. But they, uh, they did spend the entire movie uh, saying the same shit at the same time. Yes. Yeah, so the, our, our heroes try, agree to help. They try. They fail. So the uh, Shubijin leave, and they're like, we know you tried. Thanks anyways. Bye. And they just disappear. Weren't they like... Oh. Like Mothra comes and picks them up and they go back to Infant Island. When the egg hatches, the caterpillar thing is going to eat a lot of shit. Yes. Destroy everything. When the egg hatches, it's going to cause a lot of devastation. And like, just give the egg back. We can handle this on Infant Island. You're in Japan amongst a high, like a densely populated area. These yeah. things are going to kill people. And they're like, no, amusement park. And they're like, all right, fine. <laughs> we tried so to warn leave. you. We but... tried. Bye. Oh, well. Come on, Sucks to be Stop you. Turn it back off. All right. So, uh, buh, 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 buh. in the meantime, after they take off, uh, somebody is, uh, somebody finds radioactive sources coming from a beach. They poke at it because that's what we do, and they wake up Godzilla, who is apparently taking a nap under a beach. Is there any explanation in any other movies for why? This is a visual thing, so... (laughs) Big ol' shrug. I'm not sure. Just Godzilla happened to be there. It's just... He was taking a nap? He was napping. Someone came over with a steam shovel and went, Hey, wake up. Oh, were they under the employ of the, the other Hitler guy? I believe so. The, who was into construction or some shit? Mm-hmm. The construction de- construction vehicles poke Godzilla. He wakes up. He's cranky. He's grumpy. He starts stomping around. And, well, he's stomping around. He's breaking Japan. Everyone goes, oh, no, our petard. We have been hoisted <laughs> upon it. We need help. 
Go ask Mothra for help. We just told Mothra to fuck off. Go ask anyway. All yeah, right, I was fine. thinking like, um, do you have a human to moth translator? I mean, did <laughs> yeah. they know that they would have to talk to the the tiny ladies? I mean, it, they, I mean, they they figured it out. They did. They didn't explicitly say, "Oh yeah, we we understand Mothra and we talk to Mothra and Mothra can be reasoned with." The kind of you know. And um, I, I believe they established the contact with Mothra and that Mothra is not inherently an evil creature. I believe mm-hmm. they established that in, in Mothra's original movie because Mothra is never actually the bad guy in right. any of these. Uh, in this one, Godzilla is very much the villain. Um, I feel like Godzilla was kind of old and sad in this. Like, he, he yeah. seemed... He was really? klutzy as fuck. He was fuck. klutzy oh, yeah. and tired, and he didn't mean to destroy that castle. He just slipped, and he fell into the castle, and he I got know. mad. It's like like, like this... when you when you step into a spider web, and you get all ninja, and you're all pissed off oh, trying to break dude, the web. Don't oh that piss God. me off, man. <laughs> that is like... I spent 11 years becoming a black belt. Do people do that in one fucking day? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a fucking crash course. I'm like, is yeah, this man. Godzilla like having a stroke or something? Because... <laughs> He's cranky and groggy. They well, woke him up. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. When you woke up from a nap and you're just know. trying to go around, Dirt you're nap. trying to figure out what's happening, or you're like, woke up in the middle of the night, you forget where you are. But even in other scenes, like, he's clumsy as fuck. Yeah, but like, you remember like when, dies like a bitch. You remember like when we were in he the Grand Canyon hard. and we're like trying to like wake up in the middle of the night, go to the bathroom, you have to put the headlight on and walk towards the, oh. you know, the uh, we're walking towards the porter potties and like. You know, they're just trying to figure out, like, where are we? What's, like, that's Godzilla at this given yeah. moment. Like, but, and meanwhile, you know, the, yeah, the Japanese yeah. government comes out with tanks and planes and all the shit that never worked on him before. So, <laughs> fuck it, let's try it again. Yeah. At least later on, in another movie that we're going to watch this month, at least when they bring out the tanks and planes, at least one of them has a goddamn laser on it. Yeah. But that's later. That's yeah. a different movie. I feel like even Godzilla's breath wasn't very... It was ineffectual. Nah, yeah. it wasn't very. It wasn't very strong. His atomic breath was just kind of. <sighs> it's just Godzilla morning breath. He doesn't really have it in him. Because <laughs> I don't. I don't think his the the spikes on his back. I don't think they actually glowed at any yeah. point. Because no. when they glow is when he's really powering up. So uh, this was just him in the morning. Oh, fuck off! I don't. Yeah. And when he was his waving his tail around, smashing up the um the. Greenhouse looking structure yep. built around the moth egg. I was thinking, does he is he just turning around? Is he doing this on purpose or is it an accident like he's a giant Labrador retriever? A little of column A, a little of column B, I think. <laughs> like, and when oh the greenhouse God. collapses around him and it's very clearly toothpicks and saran wrap. <laughs> like you can you can see the miniatures work in this one. Like when we oh, first yeah. see like the big greenhouse that they put the egg oh, in to incubate yeah. it, as the camera's panning across it, we are very clearly treated to Hot Wheels cars. Yeah, especially like, later when you see the tanks. Mm-hmm. The tanks and, are and, very clearly and, and, when, and when they're melting. Yep. <laughs> you know, when the rocks like, are uh, melting, and it's literally just a deflating balloon with some, sh- <laughs> with some schmutz on it. You're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what the hell that was. Well, it was supposed to be rocks, I guess. He, mm-hmm. He's trying to melt the rocks to get to the Mothra larvae that were hiding behind them. Yeah, it, it was. There's what we get to later. We did. We watched this on Tubi, mm-hmm. and our TV was goofing up and was running out of memory, so we had to restart Ooh. this a few times. Oh, no, Ouch. Well, so we fast forward into the yeah, and then try to find. So we might have missed a few points, possibly. Anyway, they 
eventually decide to send these three these are three heroes to Infant Island to beg help from Mothra. Yeah. Now, Infant Island is supposed to be the island that Japan tested their nuclear weapons yeah. on. And as a result, it is just this devastated, bleak, destroyed landscape. Yeah. How are they allowed to test nukes? I'm not sure it actually happened. I did a little... It actually it? was. It was okay. a... Um, Long story short on it, I was doing a little research on this. Basically, the U.S. military in Japan kind of said, all right, you surrendered. All right, friendship equals magic. And then, you know, we just kind of... And then we just kind of like... No, no, it's just magic anyway. But they just kind of like, okay, hey, you got those islands down that way that are sort of in your sovereign, you know, area that are in your, you know, in your, in your jurisdiction. Yeah. You want to test it out, figure it out, because uh, you know that Russia's not really looking too good. So maybe we need to practice. Yeah, you're kind, of, you're kind of between us yeah. and Russia, and we kind of need a bit of a buffer. So yeah. uh, why don't you use this island? The French yeah, it wasn't already, that they needed a, yeah, it wasn't the French they, already nuked Fiji. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it wasn't right. Yeah, it wasn't they need a buffer, but it's like well, we practice here in case you need to defend yourself, and we want to go ahead and help. Yeah, yeah, you know, like much. let's okay. just go ahead and do this, and they did that, and it. it it made sense as to why Godzilla was in Japan mm-hmm. in general. Lot, I'm like, a lot of nuclear shit okay, happened Okay, that makes sense. Now, like, you know, why it's here, then why the, you know, going back to when we did Godzilla before, why mm-hmm. it didn't work in Manhattan. Yeah. Exactly. What was the Manhattan Project? Yeah. Was that a radiation? Totally, yeah, d- yeah, completely different. Yeah, but the... Um, yeah, why it didn't work in Manhattan, and why... Um, it should have been Ma- Vegas. Yeah. They right, yeah. Vegas and shit. Yeah. So, they, when they make, uh, when they make like, landfall on Infant Island, they're walking in, and you can see, like, everything's, like, just skeletons, and everything's just kind of blasted yep. and, and blackened. And in the very first scene when they walk in, we get a cult following to a creature. The turtle-looking thing that was kind of bonking around in the background. Yeah. That little creature has developed a cult following within the Godzilla fandom. They call it the Skeleturtle. It was supposed to just be a dead, like, skeletonized turtle that's just kind of like... Okay. The, the bones are just moving in the wind. It was after... It was, like... Supposed to be a reference to, um, to like, a write, uh, famous writing about, you know, the, devastate, the, the devastating impact of nuclear weapons. I can't remember huh. the name of it offhand. Oh, wow. But it looked like the creature was just kind of looking around, and at one point it looks like it winks. Mm. So all like the fans are just like, it's alive back there. That thing's alive. It's another monster. It's deformed. It's the Skeleturtle. And then the Skeleturtle shows up in another later mm. Godzilla movie. has like a cameo. He's <laughs> just like, hey! And then he leaves. Fan stuff. Fan like, service. It's yes, cult shit. There we go. So they show up on Infant Island. They're kind of wandering around, and they're, you know, full-on... Yeah. Hazmat suits, and the whole island is, like, incredibly radioactive. Right. And they get captured by the people of Infant Island. Uh, at least the, par- the party that captured them are all kind of painted <laughs> red. Why? And is that at- camouflage? At least one of them is doing okay for themselves, because we get pudgy red guy. <laughs> yep. Everyone else is, like, skinny and looks like they've been, like, living hard, and then there's just one chubby red dude who's just like, come on, get in, go, 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 go. It's like, well, he's doing okay for himself. Yep. He's like, where the fuck are they getting food from? <laughs> Turns out there's this one little oasis in the center of the island that is sustaining everyone on this island. And there are 
a lot of people on this yeah. nuclear, nuclearly devastated island. Mm-hmm. And it is probably a bit culturally insensitive. It's like some good old-fashioned Japanese racism yeah. going on here. Because it looks yeah. very, uh, um, I was going to say Samoan. Yeah. A little bit. We we get a we get a bit of Japanese ungabunga going on here, and it's mm. a little uncomfortable. But 1964, it's oh, you talking about it? the costumes? The costumes. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's a it's a little kind of. Ugh, like I don't know, maybe they got that from a 60s western or something. Maybe, maybe. But either way, they go to these people. They beg, "We need help. J- Japan's being destroyed. We need Mothra's help." And they say, "No, fuck off. You wouldn't help us." And they're like, "Yeah, but people are dying." And they're like. Yeah, but fuck off, you wouldn't help us. And eventually the two little, like, the the tiny princesses kind of intercede, and they're like, we know you tried to help. Follow us. We're going to go talk, we're going to go talk to Mothra. I gotta say I, that I found the chief's uh, feather hat interesting. I'm like, it's so goddamn tall. It almost yep. seems as tall as him. Is he compensating for something? It's like, it looks uncomfortable as hell to wear. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Island Santa Claus! So, the translation of come come follow us is not really fully accurate, and that's where we're going to get into a little bit of the translation issues. Uh, Joss picked up on a few uh, issues <laughs> with the translation into like, we watched this subtitled. It was all in all in Japanese and subtitles. I have a little bit of an issue with it just because, and it happens a lot with translation when it comes to Japanese and English and even Korean and English and things like that. When you know enough of the language to understand what they're actually saying, the translation kind of gets lost sometimes. And in the, even in expressions and words, the English... Translation has a tendency to take a few liberties, and it can change the meaning of some of the the phrases and stuff to try to fit the narrative that the English speaker may want, and it kind of takes away from the narrative of what the actual plot line is. And it could just be subtle sometimes, and sometimes it can make mm-hmm. a big difference. These were just subtle. Yeah, these were the little ones, thankfully. Um, like I think at one point there was one where it said, um. Wasn't it like the the sub said we'll be right there, but he was actually saying that's awesome. Uh, yeah, there was yeah there was one time where it's like yeah he, he yelled into the phone yeah we'll be right there and it's like no he was yelling that's awesome and it was like no he's saying that's awesome he's not saying we'll be right there he's like no he's saying this is amazing like yeah he was very excited he wasn't saying rush there he was like yeah. That was at one point he was on the phone. And it's not like they had to make it match their mouths because right. it wasn't a dub. Right. So I was just, I was a little confused at that point because I was looking at him going, he that's didn't not, say... That's not what they said. That's not what he just said. And he was like, it doesn't matter. I'm like, I don't care. That's not what he just said. I know, but that's not what he said. He said, he yeah. said that that was awesome. And I was like, why did they even put that in? So, yeah, that made like, no sense yeah. to me. Yeah. And, and sometimes um, they have to take the liberties because right, we were talking it about it off no mic. no sense as to why they said, we'll be right there. It made no sense. Yeah. He just said on the phone that that was awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, we were talking about it off mic before we started recording that like the sentence structure... Between English and Japanese, like if you just straight translate an English sentence into Japanese, it's going to be gibberish because was, it, this, the structure yeah. is very different. There was actually another one though that uh, made a little bit of a difference, at least to me anyway. Okay. Um, 
when they were on the island and they were actually help asking the the peanuts for help mm-hmm. and Mothra for help, um, the uh, the girl, the the photographer girl, she actually when she asked, um, the translation said, "Please help us," but the actual phrase was, "Please save us," mm. which has a very a different big feel. difference in mm. in asking. So, when you're asking for help, it's like, oh, please help us. And when Godzilla was already there, please save us. That's a big difference. There is something I thought of, but it doesn't hold up in this circumstance. Because with captions, I know with captions, there's a limited space and time to work with. Right. But, yeah, help and save are like this four-letter words, you know? Yeah. I mean, they have the same basic meaning, but, like, the impact mm-hmm. behind them are very, can be very different. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, basically the, um, the peanuts, the, the... the, the I, I, I like uh, calling them, like, island spirits, island, island fairies. Sp- the island fairies. They're we'll cute. call them the island fairies because I'm pretty sure I'm mispronouncing what they're actually called. Um, the Shobichin? Shobichin? I could be, I don't know. They talk to Mothra through uh, a speak. through an impressive uh, an impressive Mothra song mm-hmm. and they and Mothra agrees to help them but they also learn that Mothra is very old she is approaching the end of her life if she leaves she's not coming back this is, this is the it. last thing she's going to do mm-hmm. she's she's a bug bugs don't live very long who yeah. fucked Mothra yeah we discussed that i i actually brought that up in part of sure. genesis uh, i think yeah. so yeah and was it established that if Mothra has a baby or lays an egg, that, that that's towards the end of her life anyway? Yes. Probably, yeah. yeah. Is Mothra yeah. based on any kind of real moth, like an Atlas moth or something? Maybe. Um, it's possible. I didn't look that up, so I don't know offhand. Because there's certain species of moths that, you know, they turn into moths. Oh no, we have no mouth. We must fuck, lay eggs, die. Yeah. Oh, like well, a week. That's... Like Luna moths, Atlas moths. Yeah. Hmm. That's not surprising. But she, she definitely had a mouth. She's gotten, she, Mothra's gotten quite a few redesigns over the years. The original one might have been based on a specific type of Japanese moth, because I know she's much more colorful than any moths we get here in the States. Says here that Mothra's design is influenced by silkworms. Which makes sense with the... And the uh, family of Saturnae. Oh, wait, that's what... Which I, makes sense with the I larva. Luna moths and yeah. uh, Atlas moths belong to that family or something. Huh. Oh. All right, then. Luna yeah. moths... I did see one when I was a kid, and those are, those are bright green. Yeah. Ooh, yes, neat. I've seen those before. Yeah, I saw yeah. Them. Oh. But, yeah, I guess they're kind of hard to see, because, you know... Oops, dead. Yeah, most of the moths we get around here are the kind of drab gray ones that yeah. turn into that horrible, like, powder. Oh, we went to a butterfly farm when yeah. I was uh, a kid in Canada. And really? Yeah, it was really neat. Oh. If you're afraid of butterflies and moths, don't go there. Yeah, Allie, don't go there. Yeah, Allie, don't go yeah. there. My sister is terrified of moths. Oh. She, she understands it is a... Dumb phobia that that a moth can't actually can't actually hurt her, but when that thing flutters near her face, she's like, "Oh God!" Straight up ninja oh, and runs shit. away from it. Oh. Hey, I mean, someone might say the same thing about spiders. Yep, I'm yeah. not I'm not keen on snakes. I know that the majority of them can't hurt me, but no, thank you. Yeah, I'm not a fan of them myself. Any type of lizard, 
Now, some lizards are, are kind of cute, like the little geckos that... Uh, geckos are adorable. They yeah. can stay over there. And the little <laughs> little lizards that are in the uh, in the yard around your brother's they house? They can still stay over there. But they're cute. I don't care. They stay over there. <laughs> All right. What about those weird little green worms in Florida that dangle from the trees? They can also oh. stay over there. Yeah, fuck those. <laughs> the, the everything can stay over there. Okay. A my... bug, a lizard, <laughs> they can all stay over there. Silkworms are my mortal enemy. Granted, I haven't had to have much issue with them as as of late, but as you know, if you've been listening before and this, if this is your first episode, welcome. I'm also a mailman in real life, so I'm outside all the time, and during springtime, when the silkworms are doing their thing and just kind of dangling from trees, Ugh. they always seem to dangle right about at my head level. Oh, fuck. And you just walk into that thing, it's just, and I'm bald, so you just get the silk oh. that drapes ever so gently over your head, and it's like, oh, I got it. Yeah, and do you do the same thing, like, you don't see them until they're right in front you of you? You don't see until it's, like, ah. right there, and you're just like, oh, God, Jesus. Yeah, it's unavoidable. Yep. Yeah. That. Now, on the plus side, the worst tree in my on my route for the silkworms was cut down two years ago. So it's like, yes, I win. So it isn't just Florida then. They're all, they're I, all over the place in Florida. I just it, I don't know. I, I remember them in Florida. For some being reason. so warm all the time in Florida, they're a constant issue. <laughs> Around here, it was usually only in the in the springtime that that they you know came at me, and then it was spiders. Okay. Uh, okay. Open letter to the spiders in New England. Stop pointing your webs at head height, <laughs> and I'll stop knocking them down. Anyway. Does real... Godzilla ever beat up a spider? Because um, fuck spiders. I mean, like, the big... Uh, the, the kind with the stupid spindly legs. I hate those. He fights a giant plant at one point. I'm not entirely sure about spiders. I'll have to, I'll have to dig a little deeper. There's a lot of Godzilla movies. Regularly, regularly proportioned spiders? Uh, okay, I guess, but... Ugh, those other ones, fuck those. Like Daddy Long Legs? Yes, I mean, fuck those things. <laughs> those little, 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 like, ball sack looking things with really spindly legs. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Uh, bah, 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 bah. They <laughs> eventually agree to help, and our heroes go back to Japan, and in a different scene, we get Kumiyama confronting Torahata about trying to get the money back that they'd recently swindled away from him. And this was kind of a side thing that happened, I think, kind of off-camera a little bit. Mm. Um, he did admire all the money in the safe. Yes, the he did admire all the money in the safe. And they get into a, a huge fight with each other. And, you know, the the, the Kumiyama punches the other guy in the face repeatedly. And then we see what? him. He's like, oh, God, my ketchup packets are all over <laughs> his face. And... So. Oh, this was the scene that gave me the biggest laugh out of the whole movie. Yep. I'll tell you when we get to it. Because just punch and punch and punch, yeah. and he goes to the safe, and he's, like, putting all of the money into into this bag. I'm like, watch, they're all bison dollars. Yeah. You know, that's was, what's going to happen. I was predicting the trope where he's too greedy to let go of the money and he gets stuck kind of thing. Yeah. But, I, I think we get what those, like, later in the series, but... But I was surprised at what happened next. So they, was, um... they continue to fight, and the and and you know the the guy that's stealing the money is starting to win the fight, and then he sees Godzilla stomping towards oh, the. Yeah. House. I've never understood how Godzilla can sneak up on anybody. I know, right? Mm. <laughs> he, big. he big. He noticeable. Yeah. He yells a lot. You're gonna see him coming. The fact that this guy looks out the window and sees Godzilla pretty damn close to the hotel that they're in. And is surprised. Has the nerve to be surprised by it? Is like, 
Wait, what? He should have had a glass of water nearby so like, I can watch it. <laughs> I promise <laughs> right. you heard him coming. Yeah. So the other guy kind of wakes up and, you know, sees this other guy stealing the rest of the money. So he goes into his dre- desk and takes out a gun. Bam! And shoots a motherfucker, like, caps him in the back of the head. And this was the funniest thing because we were talking about it. Like, what are you going to do? You're not going to get away. He's going to get you. And like, bam! Just like that. Yep. Yeah. And Josh is like, what are you going to do? Pull out a gun? And then he doesn't, like, oh, he yeah. pulled out a gun. All right. All right. And it was and the then, look boom, on his face. And Josh is like, now you're a murderer. <laughs> and and for I'm some like, reason, the look on his face <laughs> as he's like, you know, gathering all the money, and the guy wakes up, and he's like, oh, no, my money, my <laughs> precious, no. I was like, dude, you gotta get out of here. Godzilla's on your way. The money ain't gonna do you any good if you're dead. Right. <laughs> so he gets shot in the head, and jo- and Josh is like, oh, now he's a murderer. And I'm like, it's not gonna matter if Godzilla steps on him. <laughs> and guess what happens next? Godzilla steps on the whole building. They're both dead. The money didn't matter. He's stomping through this hotel that's just outside of the big kind of greenhouse that the egg is in, and apparently Godzilla wants an omelet, so he's coming for this egg, and he's going to smash the egg open. And, like, and that's when he's wagging his tail. He's wagging his tail like a really enthusiastic golden retriever, breaking the uh, the greenhouse around the egg. And the military is off in the distance going, oh no, what are we going to do? Oh no, oh no. And our heroes are just like, are you sure Mothra's going to show up? No, she's going to show up. Are you sure? She's going to show up. Are you sure? Back and forth a few times. And then, hey, Mothra shows up, flies by, and smacks Godzilla in the face and says, hey, get away from my kid. And they start having a fight. And this fight, and they fight, 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 itchy and scratchy. It's (laughs) just a back and forth. Neither one of them really hits each other. Because they had one Godzilla suit, as far as I know, and the Mothra suit is mostly just a big old puppet on a stick being waggled from off screen, or it's on, like, wires that they're swinging across the screen. So you can't really have a punch-up between the two, so the camera keeps flipping back and forth, and it's like they're just slapping at each other. The perspective of Mothra to Godzilla, in some ways, was kind of like, how's he going to fight a moth? And then you see it suddenly, like, Mothra's as big as Godzilla. Mothra is actually like that. bigger. Oh, okay, we're good. And then you see, yeah, she's bigger. Mothra's like, actually bigger. Oh, okay, we got it. Yep. Yeah. And at one point, she grabs his tail and just I like, not yanks him that. off. The, it's yeah. like, nope, <laughs> goodbye. There is no way a goddamn moth has that goddamn strength, I guess. It's a giant monster moth. I mean, so... Granted, it would probably pull itself to the ground. Mm -hmm. So they have, they have a big knockdown drag out fight and ultimately Mothra retreats from the fight after, uh, kind of fainting, fainting, being hurt and poisoning Godzilla. And it's kind of a, it's kind of a draw almost because she flees, but it's only because she realizes Okay, I'm dead now. This is yep. this is the I've used the last of my energy. So she dies draping her wing over her egg. And she should have fallen on Godzilla's face. That would have been great. Be like, I'm dead. So Godzilla continues to stomp around menacing everything. He wants to have an egg and He's there's upset. A, there's He's a poisoned. there's a big long kind of song and dance number and the egg starts to glow it's... and it hatches in two Bread roll looking. Thank you. Yeah. I called croissant turds. We were yeah. calling them the Chibana train. Oh, what did I, I call? No, I called them. Yeah, I called Chris them the bread train, and then I said, uh, I think the next. I said the next stop was at uh, was that like uh, oh uh, uh, was that uh, at Baguette Junction or no, something? No, it, it was, was, it was, it was at more like bread a, puns. It was at yeah. Uh, 
Oh, crap, oh, crap. was it? It wasn't that long ago either. Why can't I remember I don't it? know, but it was like... It was uh, good. I assure you, listeners. It was It funny. was a good pun. It was funny. Yeah. I if we remember it. it. If I remember what I said, it was funny. <laughs> Once we shut off the mic, it'll, I'll remember exactly Four in the morning, it's like, motherfucker, I remember. Yes. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, because it's daylight savings today. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we have an extra hour to, to, to lay in bed going, what the fuck was that joke? Yeah. <laughs> I know there was a joke. <laughs> so the, the larvae get out, and... It's twins. There's two of them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh boy, there's going to be two Mothras now. Remember that for later, kids. Mm-hmm. There was a movie that I was going to add into this list, but it is basically unstreamable. And I am not about to drop $234 for a DVD. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no thank you. No. Godzilla vs. Mothra, yeah. not to be confused with Mothra vs. Godzilla, is kind of a roundabout, almost kind of sort of sequel to this one, where Mothra... The new Mothra fights her evil twin, Batra, because there are two, there are two. Wait, what? One of the, one of the larvae becomes Batra, one of the larvae becomes the new Mothra. One's evil, one's good. They start fighting each other. Godzilla comes in and starts fighting everybody. It's just because he's an asshole. He comes in, hey, fuck everybody. And it's a three-way fight between (laughs) two giant moths and a really angry lizard. Huh. Yup. That was a thing. We were going to have that one on the list, but it's basically unstreamable. So I've made a new list. We'll get into it later. So, um... How did that egg come out of Mothra? Painfully is my guess. Because... Or it's possible the egg, like... Came out small and got bigger It possibly... Yeah, possibly that it... Okay, I have not... Okay. I don't know if this is is true or not. Is she a kiwi bird? Well, the, uh, the infant island is heavily irradiated. So it is possible that the egg came out much smaller and being buried under the radioactive soil of Infant Island eventually makes it grow. Because that egg is easily bigger than Mothra is. That would have been painful to pass. And mm. I don't I don't think a creature passing an egg that big would survive. Although uh, kiwi birds uh kind of close. Oh my kiwi god. Kiwi birds are fucking metal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so check out that on Google. See how big a fucking kiwi egg is. Like, how does it not get it crushed to death from the inside? <laughs> I, I imagine the mama kiwi just kind of lays there for three days going, Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, God. <laughs> the poor cloaca. <laughs> <laughs> My everything. Ow. Um, so, yeah, the two, like... Turd worm, bread, breadstick, <laughs> oh, bread train. Yeah, these things are so larva. fucking ugly. They're gross as hell. But yeah. since, uh. since they're based on silkworms, they fight with silk, silk or silly string. Yeah, and we have there a, were silly string guns. Yeah, we have an. That was my joke. Ex- exceedingly long. I didn't fight get scene. what you were what you meant in the chat until I saw it for myself yep. today. But, I was uh, like, oh, oh silly string. I see. Yep, they fuck Godzilla up with goddamn silly string. And they string. wreck his shit. He is trying, but again, this is the Godzilla's groggy. He's hangry. He didn't get to have his omelet. Now his omelet <laughs> is fighting back, uh, and he's tired. He's barely woken up, and now he, he's now been he's poisoned. Getting, yeah, he's he's, he's, he's not having. He's been poisoned. He's been set on fire. Yeah, he's barely oh, awake. And that fire thing—I mentioned it to Joss earlier. It was one of the oh, little yeah. trivia things I read up read up on where Godzilla's head caught fire yeah. from. The, that was completely unintentional. <laughs> was he su- filming a Pepsi commercial? The soup. <laughs> <laughs> I understood that reference. Oh my god. Oh, that. That's awesome. <laughs> ow! Ow, ow, ow! 
put it out. Um, it's so bad. You should use less product in his scale. <laughs> oh, the boy. fun part is the suit actor that was inside the Godzilla suit had no clue that the head had caught fire oh because God. Godzilla's head is considerably above his own. Yeah. Oh. So he just got, it, uh, Godzilla just straight up ignoring the fact that his face was on fire <laughs> was purely the the suit actor not knowing his face was on fire. <laughs> And they oh kept God. it in the final cut because it's just like, Godzilla is fucking badass. His head caught on fire and he doesn't care. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it can't, uh, you know, make up for how he got fucked by Silly String. And he that gets, scene... It's an overly long fight oh that God. is basically yeah, two worms so hiding, behind long, hiding behind rocks, shooting Silly String at a guy in a rubber suit. And it was it took forever. Mm-hmm. And but it a, yeah. even looked like it was that... It looked like no. a minor inconvenience at first. It's mm-hmm. only Godzilla standing in one place for so long and that allowed him to swinging his tail up. around. And every time he swung his tail, the, the silkworm would just hide behind a rock, then pop back out, continue to shoot. So he got fucked by two stupid babies. Yes, Pretty much, yeah. two worms. babies. Yes. Got fucked up. And two babies ends that up weren't falling even into... like a couple hours old. I know. Yeah. And he ends up falling into the water, and he's Drowned? kind of gone. I... I don't think he can drown, but I think he was just... Yeah, he decided just to go back to sleep. He was just like, you know what, guys? That was embarrassing. I'm gonna go home. <laughs> Fuck this, I'm done. Yep. That, I mean, if I were Godzilla, that that would be... It's like, you know what? Fine, you win. I don't care. Fuck this shit, I'll go find. Out. I'll go find a whale to eat. I don't care. I'm out. Yeah. So the two... The two... Turd monsters win, and everyone's just like, "Hey, Godzilla is gone. Japan is saved." And some kind of tacked on moral about trust. About trust and trying not to try to be better now. and trying to be better people and not destroying the Earth because that was like Mothra's whole thing. It's just like you're fucking everything up. Yep. Stop that. And the, the two like larvae kind of swim out to sea, and we you know out to the into the setting sun and we have our heroes going bye mothra thanks and movie's over what are they gonna do with the corpse i don't know don't know some dynamite it like a whale <laughs> we were talking we we're talking about that when the when the uh, egg is on on the shore and like if this happened in america they'd blow the blow the shit the fuck up <laughs> And land on cars. Oh shit, that was a bad idea. <laughs> oh no, dynamite. We didn't think this shit through. Yeah. Like poison yeah. pollen would just drift through whatever. Through the entirety right? of Japan. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they try to build, peakness. ironically, they build a theme park around Mothra. There is. That, uh, that may have happened? Not around Mothra. Yeah. There is a movie <laughs> later this month yeah. that involves Godzilla Land. Oh my god. Oh no. Yes. What? One oh of the my movies God. later this month involves Godzilla Land. Now I am I, not making this I gotta up. see a crossover with this in fucking Jurassic Park. Right? <laughs> uh, I believe it's I believe it's gonna be the next next week. Um, the next week's movie is gonna have Godzilla Land in it, I think. Uh, so yeah, that was our movie. Um, we didn't really have anywhere to put in our ads, because there I wasn't really... I yeah. opening! There was a good opening, I'm Four just tired. Four-letter word! Yeah. Ah, okay. I'm just tired There on wasn't that really one, yeah. any romantic angle on this one, so... This one. I think we can probably get both of our ads in here, and then we can, you know, pop into fantasy casting, if anyone's got anything for that. So Yes, I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if yeah. you guys want to... Okay, so right. we, got, we got a couple sponsors, and we'll hear from the network, and, well, let's go. 
All right. So Adam and Eve sponsors us. They've been a long-time sponsor, so we really do appreciate it. They have offer code MTTM at checkout. So with that, with that, you have the six spicy movies, the three-piece bonus kit. Best of all, it's oh, free yeah. shipping delivered discreetly to your door. So Adam and Eve, I mean, we really do appreciate it. So it's mm-hmm. MTTM. And also, um, we are recently have been sponsored by Audible.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. Audible.com, offer code MTTM3 at checkout, which has been really good. Um, I actually just finished, personally, um, a really, really, really funny book called, um, called uh, Where the Deer and the Antelope Play by Nick Offerman. And it was just random thoughts that he had on a hike with uh, this singer from They Might Be Giants. Huh. And it's just is like... But I could just see is like, I think this needs to be a book. <laughs> I will talk this out. Um, and there's others. I mean, there's a... Um, I have made no secret I am a tremendous Nick Offerman fan. Um, no. And, yeah. <laughs> and all the other stuff. There's so much stuff that he has done. And I would recommend is the uh, Jim Dale. Um, the Jim Dale Harry Potter... Sorry, laughing. <laughs> Jim Dale, Harry Potter, because um, he's just absolutely freaking talented. It all does not go to Just Kidding. It's actually really, really super interesting. So really check those out, because he did a great job with all seven of those books. Okay. All right. So we'll tell you a little bit more 44 to a media, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And, and we're, we're back. back! That that one that one didn't feel quite right. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's because you know oh, we're back. We're yeah. back. Hey! <laughs> It's not, yeah, it's not quite the same timber of voice. Uh, <laughs> it's very <laughs> noticeable difference there. So, uh, yeah. Um, fantasy casting. Yeah. I have one silly one that I just, like, some of the table may not get, but I want to put Kevin Malone in, of uh, from The Office <laughs> in as Godzilla. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just, which uh, which one's Kevin Malone? Kevin Malone is the big accountant guy. Yes. Big, just, dude. The bald guy. Okay, just yep. like, All right. you know, like, sooner or later, me see. They see. <laughs> when I'm president of the world, they'll see. <laughs> and there's the, 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 the famous, famous scene from with Kevin Malone's character especially is when he comes into the office and spills the chili. Yes. Yep. And like that. Oh, is, no. Yeah, My chili. Yeah, but where he's like taking the paper and trying to scrape it back into the pan <laughs> is perfect. It's almost like it was like his inspiration is when Godzilla knocks into the house. 
Yeah. What you clearly see is just him being clumsy, woking up, going, "Oh God, no! Oh God! Oh God! Shit! No! Oh, f- f- fine! Uh, fuck it! Whatever! Oh, shit! No! Oh, oh, oh. That scene with the castle, they had to rebuild that castle twice because oh. they kept messing it up. Damn! Oh, yeah. that Thirteen fucking crap. It looked very familiar. Like, are they reusing footage from a previous movie? Mm. Uh, nope. It's the reason mm. it looks so familiar is because that castle. I can't remember what it's called. It's a very famous uh, landmark in yeah. Japan, and in almost Nijo Castle. I think it might be in almost every Godzilla or giant monster movie. Somebody destroys it. <laughs> it's like in a monster movie, it's like someone knocking down the Empire State Building in America. Yeah. Or, I thought monsters usually climb the Empire State Building. Or that, yeah, that kind of, yeah. it's that kind of idea. It's something iconic. Mm. Oh my god, what if King Kong tried to hump the Statue of Liberty instead? <laughs> oh dear. Turns around, she, it turns around, just bonk, just gets him right in the head with the torch. It's like, huh, Statue of Liberty was a yeah. kaiju as well. There was some interesting. The angel, yeah. oh god, right? <laughs> King Kong wasn't looking at her, and then she... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was some really interesting things about the sets. It was, um, as you mentioned, just a reuses. Um, the Mothra prop used in Newkirk City scenes and the Mothra 1961 movie was recycled for the Infant Island scenes. Mm-hmm. The prop was smaller compared to the new prop uh, built for the adult Mothra. In the 1961 model, they had a motor built into it that they the wings would flap. Mm-hmm. For the scenes that Godzilla near, uh, with Godzilla near the cliff face as uh, part of the set supporting the structure... Was uh, hidden using uh, was using a matte painting. Then the miniature tanks used in the film were purchased from the uh, <laughs> Ira models, or rather than custom building, which basically was Lego of the uh, you know of yeah. Japan. The tank models here one fifth scale, and then were constructed of aluminum. And that was the really interesting part, is because the, the just the models of this were just beautiful. See, I just, I just, uh, I'm just reminded yeah. of the, there's a, uh, a scene in Pee-wee's uh, Big Adventure <laughs> when the, the, it's the chase scene and it goes throughout the entire like movie studio yeah. and they run through a Godzilla movie and there's just like oh. a Godzilla stomping around on the, on the, on yeah. the, on the and he I, ends up on the hood of the car. Like, ah! I just, I, whenever I see those tanks, I'm reminded of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Now I'm getting that confused with uh, Blazing Saddles. Do you think they <laughs> yeah. got a from Blazing Saddles? Wasn't there I mean, something yeah, like that? Entirely possible. I don't know. Maybe it's just a trope. Um, so I've got some ideas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, this is kind of a, a theme, so it'd be a couple characters, but. Okay. Um, I'm thinking, replace Godzilla with um, Reptar on Ice, who runs off <laughs> with the reporter lady, the photographer, and derails the whole plot, and they sing about it in, in opera form, and um, then I guess the twins would be Phil and Lil, and they try to eat the fucking bug egg because they're gross like that. Because it's Phil and Lil. And then yeah. um, the, the caterpillars hatch, and then, you know... Try to eat them first in revenge, and the entire movie is um, different. Very, very different. Let's see what we get. Yeah! yeah. All right, we have we have created a weird timeline. Okay. You know what's fun? <laughs> what's up? You know who voiced Reptar in in on Ice? 
I do. I do not. The know. cartoon. It was John Shuck. Ha! Back around again. <laughs> back around to Yo-Yo, Yo-Yo the Robot Detective. Uh, back around again. God damn it! Somebody find that in English and release it on DVD. I don't care if it's a flop. <laughs> Just do it. Pretty, please. Please make her day. Even if you only make like five copies and she buys two of them. Uh, <laughs> why did Germany oh, come get on. one? You know what will happen. You'll get two. There's five copies. Y'all have two. Yeah. That's how that <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, we we'll, have have we'll have two just to hold them in case she loses or breaks them. Yeah. We, also, we also have doubles of like tons of yeah, shit because like, oh, this is yeah. my copy. This is my copy. Oh. Which one should we throw out? Um, uh, neither. neither. Oh my god, I, I just remembered another great idea. Um, okay, replace two of the reporters with Lois Lane and Clark Kent. <laughs> so then Except Superman everyone. shows up. But... But he's bored and just sits back and watches. How would, would Superman just... Uh, is Moth for Superman? Because I could see Superman picking him up by the tail and just be like... Oh, do, 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 do. I'm, just, I'm just picturing it's Clark Kent's the, there the whole time. He wants to turn into Superman, but he's never alone. So oh, no. he can't just sneak <laughs> off. There's always somebody with him, oh, so he just isn't able to save the, the day. The egg-eating guy would be Jimmy Olsen, and then he would get transformed into something stupid. He, yep. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen, he's silver uh, age. He gets transformed into a kaiju, and I don't know... Fights Godzilla, or maybe they're friends. I don't fucking know. He gets transformed. He becomes like really dorky Ultraman. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like a giant gorilla, because didn't he get turned into a gorilla or something, or a giant or both? Considering the existence of Gorilla Grodd, I think almost <laughs> everybody in the DC universe got turned into a gorilla at some point. <laughs> DC is fucking weird, man. Oh, man. So, um, yeah. Uh, Clark Kent, Lois Lane, Jimmy Olsen. Four and eighteen. Yes! Twenty-two. Yep, Twenty-two. Alright. Oh my god, we've got Rugrats crossover with um, With Superman and Godzilla and we're no one's really sure what's happening, but man, that's a spectacle. Oh <laughs> what I guess we would have to replace the peanuts with the peanuts. I guess no chance I could actually do that, man. (laughs) Well, we kind of surprised you with it. I didn't know if you had it on deck. Uh, (laughs) Be Charlie Brown's. I don't know enough about peanuts to really make a good characterization. I don't know if I don't know if there are any twins in the in the peanuts peanuts universe. No. Who cares? The PCU, the Peanuts Cinematic Universe. I don't know. I don't care. I just figure, I don't know, Charlie Brown and Snoopy, but do they have personalities? I don't know much about them. Snoopy is Godzilla and Mothra is Woodstock. Hmm. (laughs) A really, really big Woodstock. I think I like Rugrats and Superman better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Actually, no, there was uh, two twin sisters. But again, what are we going to make plot out of with that? Eh. I don't know. Not familiar with the source material. The Great Pumpkin Attacks. <gasps> yeah, it was. Now I'm thinking of. The... That, now it's a beach episode. Yeah. With the great deer. <laughs> now I'm thinking of that pumpkin monster from City of Heroes. Oh, Jack yeah. and Irons? No, no, that was the giant. Um, The thing with the name I can't pronounce. Eokai? Eokai. Oh, that's it. Eokai, yeah. That thing. See, I think pumpkin monster, and I think the upside down pumpkin headed wrapping monster from Power Rangers. Oh my god. Yeah. My head hurts. It's just called the pumpkin wrapper. 
And he 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 will he will attempt to I know confuse this. you with his raps and rhymes. Oh god, I know this. Is this well. based on a pun of some kind? I don't know. <laughs> or just like, hey, let's put some crap into a hat and have some manatees pick it out. I think that's I think that's closer to how Manatee Power guy? Rangers gets their their plot lines, because they're literally just making shit up from an entirely different show that had an entirely different plot. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was wondering if maybe the original show there was some clue as to where this combination came from a lot of those monsters i'm assuming i could be wrong a lot of the monsters i mean well power rangers kind of works for the kaiju talk as well because we get giant monsters going on there yeah a lot of the monsters that show up in power rangers or uh sentai shows or whatever they're called like go kaiju or whatever it is there they are before they become power rangers that kind of i think that kind of Calls back to what we were talking about earlier with the uh, the puns, and I don't know if we talked about it on on mic or off mic, but a lot of like Japanese humor comes from wordplay that mm. doesn't really translate mm. to English because it's like if it rhymes in Japanese or if it works in Japanese with the different structures to the languages, it won't necessarily work over here. So an upside down pumpkin headed rapping monstrosity. Might make sense to, like, the, like, kind of, like, Japanese point of view where it's like, oh, yeah, sure, that that harkens to this particular myth and he's doing this weird thing. Whereas we look at it going, why is that pumpkin rapping? <laughs> no, this right? is some weird shit you're watching. So it's like, yeah, it's, a, it's like different just cultural levels of shit, you know? That could be any language because I ran into some problems trying to tran- use Google Translate on a French comic. Yeah. Again, wordplay doesn't necessarily work when you translate it. Yeah, and then you have to find weird workarounds mm-hmm. and that don't always work. And... Or you have to put in a little like uh, like in manga or whatever, like in the like in the in Masters. the bottom, there's a little asterisk like that's what this means, or this particular <laughs> yeah. sound means uh, this doki doki. This means their hearts racing or yeah. whatever. That is that's how what they did at the end of Kakarenbo. Yeah, yeah. Because basically, your fu- the final line was based on one of those two meaning pun things. Yeah. Not that it was a comedy; it was horror. Um, but yeah, because I guess instead of saying it, they would say oni or something in hide and seek. Okay. Because Kakarembo translates to hide and seek. Yep. So um, I wonder where that mask went. I don't Did know. Did we lose it in the fire? Probably. Maybe. Hmm. Anyway, um, so yeah, I think that about wraps up uh, Mothra versus Godzilla. Um, as I said, there was another Godzilla versus Mothra later on, um, but we're not going to be able to watch that one. It's unstreamable, and I'm not dropping nearly three bills on a DVD. Thank you very much. As much as I love Godzilla movies, I'm not doing that. So next week, uh, we are going to be watching 1972's Godzilla versus Gigant. This one is, has a few more monsters involved. Uh, Godzilla teams up with Angiris. Uh, we get to meet one of his one of his like friend monsters uh, to fight King Ghidorah and the aforementioned Gigan. The reason I kind of picked this one is because this movie gets weird with Godzilla and Angiris talking to each other with <laughs> visible speech bubbles, talking what? in gib. Godzilla talks. Godzilla talks. There are visible speech bubbles, and it is so weird. You're welcome. Huh. Is so, it yeah. translated? 
There are subtitles. This this is another one with subtitles. Okay. Um, the first two from this this month are going to be uh, subtitles. I believe this, the set, the last half of the month are going to be dubbed. Uh, if the if the copies I found are accurate, we're going to get dubbed for the last two movies. Uh, uh, so uh, yeah, so uh, want me to take over for the this my month? So yeah, all right, good. so uh, with that. We'll see you next week. Godzilla vs. Gigan, 1972. I believe you can look it up on YouTube, because I'm not sure it's necessarily streamable, but it's on YouTube. It's been up for a while, so you should be good for that. Uh, And yeah, we'll see you next week. Take care of yourselves. Be good, but don't be too good.